0: Log Talk Radio. Hello, Beatles fans, and welcome back to part two of our conversation with Sue Wisenhouse if you listen to the last very long episode Sue remembers every detail of her time of uh of that anything that has to do with the Beatles seeing the Beatles or and Paul McCartney so let her back on the line so we can hear hear the big ending here where uh you know she finally finally gets to meet Paul and I believe you you met him more than once Sue yeah, well
1: the part that I'm just going to share with you will be the first time that I met him face to face. He called me uh-huh. on stage at the sound check in Vienna. So yeah, that was my first time. Okay.
0: Let's uh let's dig right in. So
1: Okay. Um I don't know to to recap, I had already uh met with met Rusty first and then Brian second at different mm-hmm. events and and the the sign was you know, because Paul's sign that I have for him is Paul turns me on. And then, then Rusty wanted a sign, so I added a sign, Rusty turns me on too. And then I saw Brian, and Brian says, where's my sign? So I did a Rusty, I mean, a, a Brian sign uh, in Vienna. That was in June of 2013 at the mm-hmm. sound check. And so, so at the sound check, when I did, when Paul was, you know, about into the third or fourth song, I raised his sign, Paul turns me on. And then I did Rusty. Rusty turns me on, too. And Rusty, he jumps up and he throws me a kiss. And and everybody's laughing and having a good time. And then I did Brian turns me on, too. But it was like at the end of the song. and, And everybody's laughing. And the song ends. And Paul goes to the end of the stage. And he calls Brian Riddle, Scotty his security uh, guy over to the end of the stage. And he says, Hey, Brian, look, she's got the hots for you too. And the band laughs, laughs and they're clowning Brian because they know it's Brian Ray on stage. And, and, mm-hmm. and so, uh, Brian Riddle, he's Scottish. He turns around and goes, ah, oh, lassie, uh, you made me day. Give me a hug. And I point to my cheeks. I go, kiss too, baby. And he comes running over and he gives me a hug and a kiss on the cheek. He's I love at you made me day. And then, you know, we keep, the next song plays and everybody's laughing, having a good time. And I'm ready to die and go to heaven. I think this is like the ultimate, right? <laughs> and, and we're just we're just rocking out and having a good time. And all of a sudden, I feel uh, someone tugging at my, my left shoulder, my pulling my shirt. Come on, come on. He's picked us. In a Russian accent, because it's Olga, my my Russian friend. She had been on stage with Paul in 2015 in Paris. And oh then boy. to my my right, it's Brian Riddle again. He goes, "Come on, Lassie, he's picked you," and I'm like in shock. Are you kidding me? You know. <laughs> and so, and th- to make uh, insult to injury, I had torn my meniscus at the concert in New York a couple weeks before that. And I was in ultra pain, but there's something about music. It's the best drug in the world. It's the dopamine that goes through your system. You forget your pain. So I'm dancing, but mm-hmm. I have a brace on and I have pants on. I have my brace underneath my pants. And because I never would wear pants before, I would always wear something you know, a really hot dress or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm not dressed my normal way, and I'm like, and I'm thinking, oh my god, I don't have my lipstick on, I don't have my heels on, you know?
0: Right. <laughs> and, but most people most, people, most people, would have left that brace show f- to go for the sympathy vote.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I had to be, cool. you yeah. know. So, so I. But we're in this soccer stadium, right? And when mm-hmm. you're at check, you're, you know, you're in between the main section and where the sound booth is. So you're back about 20 rows, but there's no seats in this place. It's a big open arena. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to run, but I'm hopping like Chester from Gunsmoke for all you, uh, you know, oldies <laughs> that remember Gunsmoke. And and, and and my little Russian friend she's pulling me along and like I've and, and, and Brian says, Hurry, 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 you know <laughs> And so I'm running as fast as I can and uh <laughs> it was so funny. So you gotta go all the way around, you go up the back side of the stage and the whole mm-hmm. time that I'm running and in pain and praying. To God to give me the right words to say. I've waited fifty years to meet this man. I don't want to be a blubbering fifteen-year-old Beatle maniac. I've got to. You be mean you cool. have
0: You have You didn't have a speech prepared?
1: No, I was. You gonna, know,
0: you know, I mean, I'm the same way. I don't have a speech prepared because what in the world would I say to Paul McCartney? That he exactly. has
1: exactly, so so that's just the whole thing. It's like, Lord, give me your words, I have to have the right words. And and and, and also with, the, with my next breath I, breath, I was thanking him for answering my prayers. It's like, you know, miracles do happen. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. So, um, we're backstage, and somebody took a picture of us backstage because Olga and I are standing there arm in arm. And she's telling me, breathe, because she's already been on stage before, right? She's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right, so she's got it down. And all the stagehands, were waiting to go, Sue. It's like, how do these guys know my name? Everybody knew me by name. So obviously, you know, my kids call me the stalker. Well, that's why everybody knows you by name, Mom, because you, you know, you've been to. That was my 43rd show that night. Oh, wow. And, that, yeah. Yeah. They better and, know your And name. so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And plus, I, you know, I had already met Rusty and, and uh, Brian, too. So, and Paul, what I didn't know, Paul had chosen six people. And we were, Olga and I were the last two that were waiting to be talked to, I thought. But then there was two other people behind me. You're, you're just in a daze. Mm-hmm. And you're you're standing backstage and you're looking at mm-hmm. the man standing there, just, you know, steps away from you talking to people. And so he 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 was interviewing each person very sweet, giving them their moment and and, and getting to meet and hug him and and mm-hmm. so um it's going to be my turn next and Brian says he's alright. Lassie, do not let Paul lead this. Whatever Paul talk first, you don't talk first. Follow his lead and do not rush him. Okay, I got this. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not going to make a fool out of myself. I didn't come this far and blow it, you know? Right. And so I, and, and see what I do for a living, I do a lot of public speaking and give me a crowd of 10,000 people, wind me up and watch me go. I am not afraid of, of public speaking and being in front of people. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so I had to t- take a deep breath. And <clears throat> I always inter- my, introduce myself the same way when I do public speaking or I use the same approach with Paul. So I walk up to him, he puts his hand out to shake, and then I put my hand on top of his again, my left okay. hand on top of right. his hand that's shaking mine, and then mm-hmm. he puts his hand. So those, so we have four hands that are cupping, and, oh. and he looks at me, <laughs> and he says, hello, love. He says, what is your name? And I take a deep breath, and I go, and he goes, tell everybody your name. Talk the, and He points to the mic. And tell him where you're from. And I go, My name is Sue. How do you do? <laughs> and it, just in that, I mean, I go from freaking out inside, going to implode to, How do you do? My name is Sue.
0: And he giggles,
1: and he goes, Quite well, my love. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my God, the world just disappeared. It's just me and Paul, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was, so amazing he says so you like to dance and um and I said you know I do and I and he was referring back to two nights before in mm-hmm. Verona when I was the dance girl I was in the front row the spotlight mm-hmm. was on me it was it, everybody was sitting down and I was the go-go girl for Paul and Paul was singing just to me I was. I mean, that was the most. Um, it was a moonlit night in mm-hmm. in the arena in, in Verona. It was the most amazing experience. And he remembered I loved to dance. But remember, I told you the sound guy when I met him in the streets of Verona with Brian Ray. He said the reason he put the spotlight on me so much is because he said, "So you dance all the time. You dance more than anybody else. You make our show happen." Mm-hmm. So, so when Paul says. uh, so you like to dance and I said you know I do and he says how would you like to dance with me okay so this is when the Lord kicked in and I said (laughs) I said Paul I've been dancing with you all my life (laughs) that was the magic moment and in that magic moment he just like you know and Mm -hmm. and it was it was like in the heavenlies you know, we became one. It was like the coolest of cool. He knew, I mean, it was just, it was the, it was the right words. It came from the heavenlies. And mm-hmm. and then he said, well, how would you like to dance with me now? <laughs> it's like, how many times I have to ask this woman to dance me yeah. out Right. right. And Answer the question. Then I, <laughs> I, I lost that magic moment because then I turned into a 16-year-old teenager. And um, I said, first you got to see my nails. Because, and I'll send you a picture of this, what I was famous for during those couple years of of touring, I had uh, rock star nails done every time I would go, and I would have pictures of John and Paul and the Beatles on my nails, and every time I walk into a concert, Shelly Lazar would say, oh my God, girl, let me see your nails now, and she would call uh Charlie, uh, Lightning, and MJ over take pictures, and then Paul would always see the pictures of my nails. So there was like this 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 thing that they were keeping the pictures of my nails, and Shelley would always want to see what I did next. And so that particular time, I had them changed from New York for Europe, and I had just John and Paul pictures on my nails. And I mm-hmm. always have on my wedding finger the picture of Paul and Nancy, their wedding picture, mm-hmm. and and wherever I go. That's how I would meet people, too. Really took me to some really cool places and start some really great conversations that I would have Mm -hmm. never had. I can imagine. And it was just the coolest of cools. And so what do I do? First, you have to see my nails. And I put one hand over the other, and I show him like I'm a nail model or something, my wrinkly old hands, right? Mm -hmm. And, and, And so he's like, oh. And he looks. And then Brian Riddle steps closer, like, what are you doing, you know? And he looks closer, and then I, and Paul goes, oh, and then I point to my ring finger, and I go, and there's your wedding picture. He said, oh, and he put his arm around me. He just took me in his arm and pulled me towards him and gave me a big old hug. Well, okay, so, and this is going to go on radio for a little bit. Well, that's what, no, no, so,
0: see, now that's where, that's where you know, where he knows you're safe because if you're going around with a picture of him and his wife, you're not about to just start, you know, right. tearing into well, it. I
1: got to dance with her in the aisle at Yankee Stadium in 2010, and, oh. and it was so cool. Yeah, it was so cool. And, and she's, there's been several times where I've sat next to her or behind her. And, mm-hmm. and I always share my nana signs with her entourage. She always refuses it. Uh, there was another time i won't to put this on the air, but anyway, um, yeah. So, so he pulled me to him. This is this is the magic. There was two magic moments when he said, when I when I said I've been dancing with you all my life. We connected then. But mm-hmm. when he pulled me towards him, um, I had been I had been divorced for going on my third year. And I mm-hmm. just started dating and and I I hadn't really kissed a man or anything yet. I've just, you know, mm-hmm. been in my own little world. But when when I was married to my husband John, um, part of our fun foreplay, I would always kiss his ears. And sometimes I would tongue his ears. So my brain is programmed to stick my tongue in my man's ears. Oh right? no. Oh no. <laughs> so Paul's pulling, he's putting his arm around me, and he's pulling me towards him, and it is the perfect aim. My brain sees his ear, and my tongue is going to go into his ear because I'm programmed oh, for that. <laughs> and I, with all the powers of the universe, I'm like, no, 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 you can't stick your tongue in Paul McCartney's ear. It's <laughs> like, ah, and it breaks her on, you know. And so, you know, all this happens in less than a nanosecond, right? And, uh-huh. and as he's pulling me towards him, I don't kiss his ear with my, I don't tongue him, but I kiss him right under his ear on his neck, which is Ooh. very intimate, very Definitely. intimate. Very. And and he held me, and then I whispered, Paul, I love you. And he, with his arm around me and his hand on my shoulder, when I said I love you, he squeezed my shoulder and pulled me closer. For a split second, it was the most amazing thing in the whole universe. Oh, uh, oh! I mean, it, it. I mean, oh my God! And then it was like over, right? And mm-hmm. and and Brian says, "Come on, love. It's you know, he, you're done. Mm-hmm. Your turn's over." And mm-hmm. and I'm in. I, I'm not. I'm not breathing yet. I haven't exhaled, right? And. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I step away, and I let the next person go, and I'm just standing there you know, thinking, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. So then he interviewed two other people after me, and mm-hmm. and then the whole point of it was he was going to play Buddy Holly's It's So Easy, and we were mm-hmm. going to dance. There was six of us on the stage. I got lots of pictures right. I'll send you and but no video I'm so sad and but, oh no there Aww. is a video it's on it, there is a video now that I think about it it's on uh event travels uh webpage i will find a way to download it and send it to you
0: okay great, great. so
1: because great. they were very strict at sound check in europe about cameras so anyway he's playing it's so easy and 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 i'm turning to every band member and giving them big old air hugs. It's like, oh my god, oh my god, and they're all we're going, "Yay Sue, you made it," you know. And it's, and then I and there's a, mm-hmm. in one of the videos, I'm I'm like pony dancing across the stage to dance with Brian Riddle, and Brian, he's shooting me, no, go back, go back. So I go back, and 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 I'm just doing, you know, my 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 little go go girl thing and everything. And Paul turns from the mic and he's singing to us, um, and I just. Again, I went into this little magic 16 year old mode and I strapped on my air guitar and I took one and I have a torn leg. I'm torn, I'm an instrument, right. right? And uh-huh. you would never know it by the way I was dancing. And I jump over in front of his on the other side of his microphone. And I stand like John. I'm holding, I'm John. I turn into John and I'm singing. It's so the chorus, it's so easy with uh-huh. him a, a, <sighs> over the mic and he's and he's giggling. And it's like, lady, you're still in the show and he turns his shoulder to make me go away sort of thing so i mm-hmm. so I'm, and i just move back and start dancing i didn't miss a beat it's like holy cow did that just happen you know mm-hmm. <laughs> it was insane absolutely insane. so well so yeah, yeah we have to, i'm sorry got to see the
0: video got to see
1: the video. Got it. So the song was over and then everybody's like being ushered off the stage and Brian's riddle is going, come on love, it's over. You have to go now. Can I just stand there looking at Paul like, okay next, I'm ready. I, I can dance some more, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so Brian take everybody else walks ahead of me and so Brian puts through, we're walking arm in arm off the stage. He's nicely escorting me and I'm like, sorry Paul, I got to go. Bye, you know. And he's waving to us. And as we're walking down the back of the stage at the ramp, and, and Brian goes, so, so, Lassie, how was it? And I said, Brian, the truth be told, you kissed better than McCartney. <laughs> he kissed kiss me on the cheek, right? He goes, oh, Lassie, you're good.
0: <laughs> I said, I know I am. <laughs> it was
1: so funny. So then we were, so were saying goodbye at the back of the stage. He says, he says, "You know that moment when when you told Paul that you've been dancing with him all his life." I go, oh, "You heard that?" He goes, "Yes." He says, "Did you see the look in his face?" I go, "Oh, did you see it too?" He says, "Yes, Lassie." He says, "You know the look in Paul's face when you said that you went from a fan to a mate." Oh my yes. god! Do you know what that means? Easy, easy on that word, Do you know what that means? mate. <laughs> Oh my God. For Paul to think of me as a mate. That is like beyond amazing. Beyond. Absolutely beyond right. amazing. So mm-hmm. I I was so I'm and I'm I'm dancing back to my place. Um, by then he was singing another song and people were rushing me to hug me and it was just a magical moment. And then that night the concert there was uh we as VIP we there was no seats. We just had to run and we ran right to the edge of the stage that's before he had that stupid ramp that takes you 20 feet away from the stage and everything it was Mm -hmm. a beautiful night absolutely beautiful night Wow. And I met the most beautiful Australian man that night that I'm still friends with that I road trip with that he's absolutely beautiful beautiful man and he just oh. so and I mean you're some welcome to name drop if you want, if you want oh his name is Marcus Sanders and he's he's an Aussie oh my god Aussie a hunk a hunk of burning love but he's a friend there's nothing ever been okay romantic. darn it okay <laughs> so, he's my so, love, actually. so eventually,
0: so that's the first time you got on the stage,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: that's a wow of an experience. I mean, you can't really – it's hard oh to God. think you would even come close to ever being able to top that. So um, how how many more times did you meet, Paul?
1: Okay, so that was show 43, and that was in June of 2013. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, I'm an addict, a recovering addict. You know, I have 27 mm-hmm. years clean and sober now, but one is never enough. So oh, from alcohol McCartney drugs, never but enough. not from Paul McCartney. You realize you have no, Paul. An and I'm going to indulge that. And so I work I, <laughs> I rob Peter to pay Paul sort of thing. And so every time Paul, we would live. And by then I had become, you know, friends with a lot of different gals. Um, that had identified as fans on the run that were just, you know, mm-hmm. they're my tribe, man. You know, and they um, they compromise, you know, a lot of things in their lives to see Paul, too. So, yeah, always, and, and going to European shows was the best ever. So, anyway, I would do the best I could and still keep my job and jobs because I was in between jobs and mm-hmm. uh, do what I could to survive and to go to as many Paul shows as possible. But I'm I, you know, and back then. I, I don't like stadium shows. I don't like to be in the South because it's so hot and muggy, um, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. But I would go to Canada, uh, as many shows as possible in Canada, mm-hmm. um, and then Europe because Europe is my favorite, and then the U.S. So I would, especially if we do West Coast, I would just road trip and drive you know, up and down from Utah and, and um, Nevada and California and Washington. But anyway, so in 2016, he announced his tour. And um, the opening night was in Fresno, which is my, it's, only, it's like 20 miles from where I, I live out in the country. It's it's like the main city in Central California where I live. He opened Ooh. his night at, in Fresno. Unheard of. Absolutely unheard of. I was just in shock. And so I bought tickets like crazy, and, and you learn all the different tricks to get the good tickets. And, you know, you mm-hmm. I got hacked that year, too, and I was buying tickets because I was using Wi-Fi at Starbucks. But anyway, um, yeah, so I had a whole bunch of tickets for West Coast shows that year and some East Coast shows, too. So anyway, Paul opened in Fresno. Um, I called the the TV station and they did a story on me of all my signs at the airport and fans on the run were flying in from all over the country. We had a a, a good old-fashioned slump party at my house that weekend. I had all my my grown fans on the run friends staying at my house. We did Paul stuff, people stuff. It was so much fun. And we went to the concert and it was great. I had my sign, but he didn't even read it that night. And um, and so what happened? So that was um, in 2016. So there was like a tail end of shows that were in New York and Canada and Detroit that I went to at the end of mm-hmm. 2015. And that's where I had this brainstorm from a new sign because I was greedy. I wanted to get on stage and get a tattoo because I had no tattoos, and I thought. Why not get a Paul McCartney signature? Well, first you <laughs> got to get on stage to get it, and then you get to go to the tattoo place. And my kids, right. a lot of my, uh, my kids have a lot of ink on them, but I don't, and I didn't see any reason to get a tattoo. I can go get a temporary one if I wanted one. So, mm-hmm. anyway, my sign that and, and I knew that uh, Paul he himself said at one concert that he awards ingenuity was the word that he used. And so people that are creative with their signs he's much more likely to acknowledge them. Mm-hmm. So, mine was a little risqué. My sign said, I'm a 65-year-old tattoo virgin. Sign me please, you'll be my first. <laughs> so, I knew that would get a, a a hoot out of him and that's what I wanted, you know, cuz so mm-hmm. the first time I I showed it was in Toronto and he read it, First, he read it to himself, and then he he snickered, and then he read it out loud, and the cameraman saw him reading it to himself, so they put it on the big uh, overhead screen, and mm-hmm. when he read it out loud, the whole auditorium just roared in laughter, and, and he got a good laugh out of it, and that was it. I didn't get picked. Oh. And then two nights later, I was uh, front row in uh, Detroit, and I just have the sign hanging over the, the railing, and he says, you're a 65 year old virgin, and, and I said tattoo virgin. He goes, oh, tattoo! And then he went right into his music. So it was it was you know, it was a laugh, right? right? And and that was the end of that season. So I tried it again. Like I said, and I started in Fresno. He didn't even read it. After Fresno, two days later, we went to Oregon, um, uh-huh. uh, Portland. I was in the tenth row. It was horrible. I hate he's that far back and he, <laughs> I didn't I didn't even raise my sign. It was too far back. And then the two nights later, we're in Seattle.
0: Well, I'm going to tell you hello again, Beatles fans, but you're not going to understand why I'm saying hello again, because I'm going to have to fit this all together. What happened yesterday was all of a sudden out of the blue, I noticed that Sue just disappeared off the interface for, you know, the uh, recording. And we tried to get her back on, and it didn't work. And I have just decided this is like – you couldn't imagine how many times we have tried to talk about this. (laughs) Um, Yes, she's laughing. Uh, The first time, um, I completely forgot that I was supposed to do a show with her, and she sent me a message going, "Did, did something go wrong? Did I miss it? So we rescheduled and then we talked to the point where we completely ran out of time on uh, on our recording and we couldn't record, got cut off again. So I'm going to have to edit that out. That's going to be part one. And so I introduced her to, to you again and said, well, it's part two because she needs to, you know, she needs to finish the story. Well, <laughs> part two only got so far into it before all of a sudden she just completely dropped off. And well, actually, Part two was pretty funny because before we got to part two, I called her in the morning. She had forgotten that we were supposed to record. And I had to call her again (laughs) to start the show over again, you know, uh, several minutes later because she was asleep. (laughs) So the universe really has something against us finishing this episode or it just wants us to talk more and more and more. But let's get on with this. Uh, We left off, I believe, at least where I remember leaving off. And it's a good place to leave off and start back up again is – uh, in Detroit, and she had just the. It was the end of the tour, and she still hadn't gotten on stage with her sign about being a, a, a six, was it sixty five year old tattoo virgin. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So there you are. Tour's over, and you're still not. You're still without your tattoo. So what's going <laughs> on at this point,
1: Sue? Okay. Well, tenacious person that I am. Uh, so that was October of 2016. We, uh, just like all good Beetle fans, Paul fans, we just um, wait to hear the, the next magic words that another tour is starting up. So we waited, and when he announced his tour for spring of 2017, his opening city was going to be Fresno. And that's where I live 20 minutes from Fresno. It's like, oh, my God, of all the places in the world he could open his tour, but he picked Fresno, little podunk in the middle of California, Fresno. Mm-hmm. So I was like on top of the world, excited about it, and a lot of friends from around the country, fans on the run, came uh, and from all over the country, the world, came to Fresno. And people stayed at my house, and it was wonderful. Oh, yeah, that's
0: right. That's right. You had you had a big old girl party. Well, I guess it was. Yeah. Was it yes. co-ed?
1: No, it was a girl party. Oh, okay, yeah. so girls yeah. on the
0: run. Yeah, I get that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, poor, poor Rick Glover. He's the leader of the pack. All these women, I don't know what his wife thinks, but my gosh, there's, you know, there's a handful of men that are fans on the runners, and then the rest are women. So, but it's the Beatles. Hello. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so <laughs> We're always in the majority there. So, yeah, we had a great party in Fresno, um, and um, Paul didn't pick my, he didn't read my sign. He didn't pick me. He picked a couple people from New York. It was really cool, um, and it was a great time. And then we left Fresno and uh, caught a plane to Portland. And I didn't even bother sharing my sign in Portland because I was like in the tenth row. And then two days later, we road trip to Seattle. Mm-hmm. And now, Seattle is a beautiful we? city. Explain. We. Oh, okay. So that particular leg of the trip. Um, has some really good friends. Marianne Laffen. And you've mm-hmm. talked with Marianne before because she has wonderful histories. Paul, uh, absolutely right. wonderful. Mm-hmm. And also Carol Bernstein was on that trip too. And then mm-hmm. uh, meeting us in Seattle was Marie first, She's from Germany. Marie's mm-hmm. been on stage with Paul. She danced with him in Chicago one year. And mm-hmm. um, uh, Roseanne, um, Durupo, she's another New Yorker, she's, which is so interesting because Rose-
0: Roseanne and I lived in the same town and we share a birthday.
1: No way! Oh yeah. my goodness.
0: Roseanne, Roseanne, she doesn't live where I live now because I've since moved. But I'm just you know, okay. I'm maybe maybe ten miles from her right now. It, oh we're, we're in the goodness. same county. So so, and it was funny because I saw a story in the newspaper about this woman meeting Paul on stage and getting a tattoo. And at the time, I lived in the same town as her, in Downingtown. And I said, well, I don't know who she is. And, you know, I have this blog and all this Beatles stuff going on, and I had never heard of her. And it wasn't until I actually ran into her at an art show, and it wasn't until she turned around and I saw the tattoo, and I said, I know who you are. And that's how (laughs) we met. And then we were to later find out that we have the same birthday.
1: I'll be darned. Well, so, anyway, so, th- so, so Ro-
0: yeah, I know who Roseanne is, and she's never. Just so you know, she's never invited me to go with her. You know, we live well, in the, the same the town, share the same birthday, and you know. Well, I'm waiting for her to hear this, so she she knows.
1: Well, that. yeah, for sure. For Hello. <laughs> well, now she works for uh, Neil Glasser, who does Ringo's art.
0: Right, right, and she's there yeah. once again. She's never offered to get me an intro to Ringo, you know. Yeah, hello.
1: Well. We, we do survive.
0: <laughs> you know, we 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 share this birthday. We share. We live in the same county. I've had. We've invited her and her husband out to dinner. We've gone to dinner together. Aww. So we're gonna we're gonna Aww. have it out with Roseanne. So her and yeah. her travels and not taking me with her. So going on. So yeah, you go off. You're, you you all hop in the cars and you go off to. From Portland to Seattle
1: to Seattle, yeah, and Seattle is a beautiful city, and we did the the tourist thing and all that, so I'm getting ready for the show, and my heart is is hopeful, but that's all because I have seventh row seats um on the far right hand side of the stage, um and so I'm thinking you know that's really pushing it. if you're not in the spotlight area, then he's not going to see you, sort of thing, but again, I prayed and asked God to give me that opportunity. And um, so seventh row, Paul acknowledges he reads my sign out loud, and it's all and everybody around you like, oh my god, he's gonna pick you, he's gonna pick you. Well, yeah, I hope, but you know, mm-hmm. I but I made sure my lipstick stayed fresh, and I got my <laughs> heels on, and I didn't dance as hard as I normally dance to get a sweaty, so my hair would stay curled, right. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> the vanity <of> rules, <laughs> especially when you're 65 years old, come on, because that sign mm-hmm. was going to get obsolete in a couple of months, so it had to work, right, <laughs> I was going to turn 66 if he didn't pick me, so, oh, thought, yeah, you, you got to, you're, you're dated here, you're, that sign's dated, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. for sure, so it was great, because he read it, I was happy, yeah, I was really happy, because he read it, but I also know the drill that uh, he does when he, and how he picks his people uh, if he's going to pick somebody. Because uh, during a, the first, like, third or fourth song, he tells his guitar guy who tells his security guy, and then his security guy and camera guy, I see them come out into the audience and locate that person where they are. So when right. it comes time to pull them up on stage, they know where to find them, right? I'm glad you're letting I've, me in on all this, All this. Yeah, because you know, you know, I've now. seen it happen over and over again, and so it's like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. I know, I know, I know. And it's so exciting. It's like, okay, well, I know it's not going to be me, but when I saw Brian Riddle and Charlie Lightning come down the aisle and point to me, and Brian points to me like, and he goes, you? And I was like, yeah but don't go back and tell Paul so he'll pick somebody different. You know, I'm thinking, oh, uh-huh. crap, if I, I've already had a turn, so he's he's going to tell Paul to pick somebody else. Maybe maybe Paul already has a standby. I don't know what the drill is, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, oh, my God, I am going to get picked. Oh, my God. So that's why I kept my lipstick fresh, too. So anyway, totally, like, besides myself all throughout the concert, and I tell Marianne, I said, if he picks me, here's my phone, film it. <laughs> yeah, sort of. Yeah. And, exactly. and Marianne is just short, and I'm tall with heels on, and, you know, it's, oh, my God, my God. But we're seventh row, right? But Marianne finds her way up. She, she's little, and she's mighty, and she can travel, and she can she finds her way in the front row a lot of times just because she can. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so when Encore Time came, and Brian came out, and he points to me. And he goes, come on, Lassie. He's picked you, that, those famous words, you know. It's oh. like, oh, my God. He goes, and don't forget that sign. That's a really good sign. And and so I give Marianne my camera, and, and, I, and I'm just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. You know, be cool, Sue. And, and he goes, you're lucky McCartney likes you. This is like your fourth or fifth time that you've gone up there. And I'm like, oh my fourth or fifth this is only my second time only right only my mm-hmm. second time brian <gasps> but you said mccartney likes me oh my god i couldn't mm-hmm. believe you said that i died it's like he likes me, he likes me. Oh, <laughs> oh my god he likes me <laughs> I was besides myself and so um so then he goes well, you know the drill so he takes me behind stage and Charlie Lightning turns on his video, and he starts to, he goes, okay, love, this is the, uh, we want to hear the rest of the story. Because Charlie, he, I mean, he's always filmed my, my nails, right? And, we, and he always mm-hmm. does a little ditty, you know, like what's new, you know, in mm-hmm. Beedle Land, and and, blah, 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 and I get real entertaining when I talk. And, and so he always does a little ditty with me here and there. But he does other ditties with other people too. So anyway, he said, uh, McCartney saw you on the news in Fresno. Because remember, I told you the Fresno station came out to the to the airport and they greeted us because we had our fans on the run signs and people were oh, coming yeah. to the airport and yeah. and we were screaming. We were like, "Oh, that's what made good news story, right?" And they talked about me. It was my seventy third time when he was in Fresno, and the newscaster yeah. says, "I got a feeling this won't be her last show." You know, it was really a cute <laughs> story. And um, little did I know? And so then, um, when Charlie he says, he says Paul saw you know the story on the news because on the news I I told the part where I saw the Beatles in 1965 that I ran away from home and rode the train for 200 miles to see them at the Hollywood Bowl. So he right. said, um, so Charlie goes McCartney really liked that story, so let's pick up from there. Tell your story about how you ran away to see the Beatles and. And I'm like, oh my gosh! And I said, and here I am, still running away from home, catching boats and planes and trains to see Paul McCartney. You know, mm-hmm. you know, at 65 instead of 15. And so Charlie was taping me, and I'm just going, telling the story, and and the whole time. Paul's on the stage, and and, and he's singing yesterday, you know. And so it's a nice Mm -hmm. little background to be talking to. But it's like, I'm missing Paul, and I'm talking. But Paul's going to see this video, so that's cool. And then um, uh, Brian came and said, okay, you're gone. You ready? And he goes, remember, don't don't rush Paul. Let him take the lead. I said, I got this, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I'm standing at the top of the stairs on the stage, and I did – I do this little happy dance where I like like jump my my feet up and down in place, you know, kind of mm-hmm. thing. And so that's so I don't implode. So I do my little happy dance, take a deep breath, and walked out the stage like I owned it, you know, like well I like because we're, mm-hmm. we're mates, right? We're mates. He mm-hmm. told me, right. And so mm-hmm. I walk up to him, and and so I sent you the videotape that's on YouTube, so you can see my minute and twenty eight seconds of glory. And, um, and a warm greeting again. He says, hello, love. He says, uh, uh, what's your name? And I said, how do you do? My name is Sue, just like I did in 2013, you know, and he snickers. And 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 then he <laughs> he says, so what do you have here? And he reads my sign, uh, you know, 65-year-old tattoo virgin, sign you please, you'll be my first. And, and the crowd roars. Everybody laughs. Mm-hmm. And and while they're laughing, I quietly say to him uh, on the side. I just turned to him and I said, "Paul, I've been saving myself for you." And it was like <laughs> the perfect. <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, because <laughs> he's yeah, you know, he's such a comedian. He likes his shtick." And so he put his palm of his hand on my the middle of my back and just gently pushed me towards the mic so I would repeat it. He didn't have Uh to say anything. I knew exactly what he meant, so I said it again for the crowd. Oh, I've been saving myself for you, and the crowd roared again. It was so (laughs) funny. And then Paul steps back with the Jack Benny, you know, hand uh, elbow in the hand sort of thing, and he puts Uh his index finger on his chin and he goes, "Oh, Sue."
0: Oh my God, he said, "Sue."
1: (laughs) It was so perfect. Where do you want it? (laughs) Like Uh,
0: Where do you want it? (laughs) Oh, God.
1: I I had to be a good girl at that point. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I could have played into that one. Oh, my God. I could have played into that one. So I I already had in my brain, I was going to get bracelet tattoos. I was going to get forged signatures of Paul and John and make a bracelet on my left hand of John because that's Mm -hmm. my heart and Paul on my right. And just that was going to be my, my tattoo thing to do. And so I, I motioned to him like a, like a bracelet. He goes, but you have all that room. He was pointing to my forearm. And I mm-hmm. said, it's all yours, baby. Do whatever you want. And I just <laughs> extend it to him. And he, he snickers and he's signing it and while, and then you can see it on the video because then uh, Marianne went to the the big screen to take a picture mm-hmm. of me so it wasn't like me it was the screen and mm-hmm. and I remember purposely I wasn't going to watch him sign I wanted to see his face I looked at you know the the old age spots on his mm-hmm. face I looked at the gray sideburns, you know, I looked uh-huh. at his, his eyelashes, because the first time I was on stage with him, he had sunglasses on, and and you could hmm. see through the sunglasses, but it wasn't like right. the real thing, and I'm right there next to the real thing, and I'm going to soak up every hair, yep. every uh-huh. freckle, uh-huh. everything, you know, the, the whites of his eyes, you know, I mean, I soaked him up. I just oh my god, it was the most beautiful few seconds of my life. <laughs> and he's holding my hand in his hand and he's writing on me and it's like, Okay, this is as good as it's ever gonna get and and then he put a heart underneath his signature. And which and I've seen before, just, he does he does put a heart in Yes. It. For some people, not every people, but really I, I was one of yeah, not every person gets a heart whatever that's about so so when he finished we hugged and i kissed him on you know like the little you know on the side of the cheek and he kissed me on the other side and and i just said i love you paul and he goes i know you do love and (laughs) that was it and i did another happy jump
0: okay now i have a question in case this ever happens to me i need to be prepared do you take a pen up with you, or does he actually have a pen in his pocket for this?
1: Brian has a pen. He always hands him the pen.
0: Oh, okay. See, I've never seen anybody do – I've never seen it. I, I've, you know, and I kept thinking to myself, where does the pen come from? Do people actually walk around with the pen hoping that he's going to call him up, or does he actually – because he's done a lot of these. Well,
1: not a lot a lot, right? But, you know. So I'm then if you would have had your own pen, then you would get to keep it and it has DNA on it that you get to keep on that pen forever. Well that's true. That's I mean, true. That would have been the smart thing that's to do, true. right? So do you go out the next day and get
0: the tattoo? Just find a local
1: So phone? no, so that night, uh so that's near the end of the concert, right? And mm-hmm. um and I totally fell apart when I went back to my seat because he started playing high, high, high. And the dude, Christian, from uh, Foo Fighters was his special guest. So I'm going down the stairs and Christian is walking up the stairs It's like, dude, high five, you know. And then mm-hmm. they play high, 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 which is the rockinest, rockinest song. And I'm just, mm-hmm. uh, and, and then I just, I'm, all my coolness goes away and I'm bawling and I'm just shaking and I'm just screaming and I'm just dying. Yeah, I can- I just, all of that came out, you know. So in the while i'm dying marianne see she, she's she's a nurse by profession, so she's got her she her cool is like comes naturally you know, and she's on the phone making a, um calls to tattoo parlors that are open at midnight in Seattle right <laughs> well
0: that's true they do they, <laughs> tattoo tattoo parlors do keep those kind of hours, yes. Oh, my gosh. And she found
1: one. And I had no idea that that's what she was doing for the first, I don't know, until the concert was over. And people were rushing over to take pictures with me like crazy. It's like, don't touch my arm. His DNA is on me. I can't wash this ever again, you know. But it was just crazy cool. And then, you know, just seeing everybody. And um, and then she says, we got to go because they're going to close at midnight or whatever. So we got an Uber that took us. To the tattoo parlor that was called Under the Needle, which mm-hmm. is the needle in Seattle. And mm-hmm. when I got there, the dude, he looks like one of those Paul Bunyan guys, you know, because that's that Seattle look going on, the beard and the plaid shirt and everything. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. But,
1: but myself being a recovering drug addict and alcoholic, I just looked at him. I said, dude, I'm a tattoo virgin. You're going to pop my my cherry here today when you do this tattoo. <laughs> okay, do you understand that? This is important stuff and nobody is going to pop my cherry that is under the influence. So tell me, do you smoke pot? Cause it's legal in Seattle, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And he looked
1: at me, I go, I'm asking you this because I am, I'm clean and sober and I, it's an, it's an important principle that I have. And if, and if you are, then I got to go somewhere else. And he goes, no. And I said, don't lie to me, you know? And, mm-hmm. he, and so he started telling me a little bit about his story. I go, okay, you're cool. And, um, which you know the gals that were with me like oh my God Sue you just leave it alone like no this is an important principle to me so mm-hmm. um, so yeah so so um, Marianne taped I have a, a seven minute video of uh, the tattoo that's how long it took and the dude was so cool it's a really cool tattoo parlor too like like it would be in the movies he played on his big speakers loud. He says, What song? I go, Oh my god, you got to have the perfect song. Well, let me roll it. That's the sexiest mm-hmm. song in the whole wide world. Let me roll it. And so, Let Me Roll It was blasting while he was doing my tattoo. Is that like perfect? And then <laughs> it's like, <laughs> So I was, and I just really, really go, I was still talking. I was so Russian. It was just like, Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Mm-hmm. And being my first tattoo, it's like, dude, I'm starting to smell burnt flesh. Are we done? You know? (laughs) So he did it perfectly. And um, so then it was like, because he let me roll it as like the perfect sexy song in the world. So after you have sex, you know, the the movies, they always have a cigarette sort of thing. So what's your Afterglow song going to be, Sue? Oh, my God, it's got to be And I Love Her. So we (laughs) we did the Afterglow in And I Love Her. (laughs) So that's how you'd be prepared. <laughs> wow.
0: So so you've only been on stage. So was that the last time you were on stage with him?
1: Yeah. Yeah, because I know,
0: I know, I believe Roseanne has been on stage four times. I asked her one time. And she said no. if she ever gets called up there again, he's going to be really angry, you know, no. having she her up. She's been on the, stage you know.
1: twice. She's been on stage twice. She was on stage. She was um, the same year that I was in Vienna. The same uh-huh. song, you know, dancing to It's So Easy. The show right. after after Vienna was Boston and I was there in Boston and her and Karen Ann got pulled on the stage and they did the same thing, dance and Paul had the same shtick, you know, you guys wanna dance with me sort of thing. So that was uh-huh. her second time for being on stage with Paul.
0: Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. she she she, she Paul Paul's gonna be a little you know because uh, you know, calling the same person up, just like, just like, um, what's his name? Brian, it's up to you. You've been up four times or something like that and yeah. you hadn't and everything. So yeah, they're, they're, they they're starting to, they're starting to uh, figure out who the regulars are. But anyway, you know, your stories are so great Sue, so, And I know we could talk forever, obviously, you know,
1: um, I'm so grateful you asked. I mean, you know, I, there's nothing I love more than talk. I mean, it's the greatest Feeling in the world, but I I pinch myself, you know, and and uh-huh. when when I each one of those times that I was up there, there was a lot of insane stuff in my life going on, a lot of painful stuff in my life going on, uh-huh. and and God gave me those experiences to be my happy place because um, you know I'm not going to drink or use, and uh-huh. um, I I needed to have a happy place to take me out of the the Beatles have always been my happy place, but right. mm-hmm. oh my God, to take it to that next level mm-hmm. and to have that yeah. connection—I yeah. just and, I, and you, I, you, know, and you deserve so fortunate. It. But,
0: but you have to make me a promise. If we go to a that? McCartney show, okay? Okay. And you're with me. We're gonna. You're gonna have to help me with the ultimate sign, and I oh, want yeah. all, all your Beatles friends all standing on either side of me with arrows pointing, pick Jen. There you go. There you go. <laughs> right on. Right on. I know. That's I, that's all all, just... just everybody. I want them all saying, pick Jen. All the people who have already been up there. It's my turn. You know, they say he's not going to do it again. I, I've heard that, but I, I have my my suspicions that, you know, maybe my son will say I'm fully vaccinated. <laughs> hey, that's a good one right there. Yeah, I do. Oh, different. I'm not going to give away what my sign's going to say. I've been, i I've, I've got it in my head. I know what my sign's going to say, and you're all going to have signs pointing to me. Pick Jen, pick yeah, Jen. You yeah. know, and prob- I'll cool. see if I can get some neon going on too. Anyway, Sue, so oh, thank yeah. you so much for sharing your story. I know there's probably so much more. Uh, I mean, if you've if you've been to see McCartney 117 times. Is it? Yeah,
1: 117. Yeah,
0: yeah. You yeah. you've got the ultimate stories, and we're going to sit down someday, you and I, whether I come to California, or you come to the East Coast, and we're just going to oh, we'll be up all night with these. Anyway, oh, thank yeah. you again for being on thank the show. Thank you,
1: Jan. It's been wonderful. And
0: I I know you and I will talk soon because the universe has it has it has it in store for us. So that's right. Uh, that's right. And thank you, thank you all, all Beatles people for coming back and listening to another episode of. I saw the Beatles. See you
1: next yeah. week.